no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. to the Bears Centrals. On today's show, we preview the Week 12 matchup against the Jets and much, much more. Hey, but the turkey treated me well, bro. How about yourself, man? Hey, brother, I can't complain, man. I can't complain. The audience, happy belated Thanksgiving to y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed your time with your family and your loved ones. A-Dub, man, I don't know about you, man, but just moments like that, man, are just full of gratitude and just, man, just really love the holidays, man. It's just I wish every day was like the holidays, man. Damn. Yeah, man. First of all, happy Thanksgiving to you and all the listeners as well, Prez. Man, Thanksgiving is always a good time, man, to spend with your family, friends, significant others, or whatever, man, just to enjoy that moment and have a good time together. And then you also get a chance to watch some football, but it's good to bring your family together, man, and enjoy the moment. There's some people out here that may not celebrate Thanksgiving. Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I get you. You know what I'm saying? I understand the circumstances around that. Right. But for me... It's less about Thanksgiving, and this is more about the fact of just being able to be around your family, man, your loved ones, man. I'm just yeah. The older I get, a dub, I just don't take that shit for granted, man. I've seen too many people not here. You know what I'm saying? The last couple of years, I've lost a lot of cats that you know what I'm saying. I know, and so for me, man, I just don't take these days for granted, these times for granted, these memories. That's what I'm after, man. I'm after memories, man. I'm listen, man. I'm so selfish, man. I'm trying to snatch every memory I can get, a dub. <laughs> I like that idea right there, Perez, of those memories, because, you know, you know, you understand my mom is no longer with us. So I always think about those times, you know, when she's not around and yes, you know, then I get a chance to celebrate with my family. You know, it's always a, a big deal because of that. You write those memories, what you want to create. And then when those times occur, Perez, it's just a great moment, bro. Hey, man. She, hey, she's still here with you, man. She's smiling down on you, brother. You know what I'm saying? You already know. You already know the vibes. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, too, man. Audience, let's get into it. Week 12, New York Jets. Yeah, hey, Dub, I gotta say, man, the audience, they was, man, they was like, Prez, we ain't heard you angry on an episode like that in over a year and a half. They was like, God <laughs> damn. They was like five minutes in, Prez over here yelling and screaming and cussing. I was like, well, that's how I felt. <laughs> <laughs> get it off your chest, bro. I tell you what, then, Michael over here making fun of me, talking about some Prez, you over here doing some Pilates. Michael, I had to do something, man. I was, I was upset, bro. I was upset. I was upset for my boy Justin. Justin deserved better than that. Justin over here apologizes to the defense. I'm like, no, the whole organization owes oh, Justin Fields an apology. What well, he up over there apologizing for? Hey, Doug. Nah, I man had no right to apologize. We saw you banged up. We saw what you're going through. Everyone else in the front office kind of owe you an apology, man. So, Justin Fields, I appreciate that leadership that you have there, man. But it was no needed, bro. Well, you can definitely tell one thing, boy. He got that locker room because they stopped him short. That defense, Eddie Jackson, they was like, uh-uh-uh, no, no, no. They're like, shut that down. You don't owe us no apology, son. Now, that's respect right there. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of guys on defense, like the Eddie Jacksons, they know what's going on out there, too, Perez. They realize yeah. as well the defense could have done a better job. So it's not all on you, Justin Fields. But it's a stark contrast between Zach Wilson over there with the Jets. This motherfucking bum-ass, the New York media was asking him about they, their <laughs> collapse last week, and he over here talking about some – 
It was the defense fault. You, you <laughs> the whole damn team under the bus. And you whack, you whack for that. Not just for the comment, but you just whack in general, bro. And he got benched already, A-Dub. Already got benched. When you actually lose the locker room like that, when you come out in public and make those kind of comments, how do you think the rest of the people in the locker room going to feel, especially that defense? They're like, we can't trust this guy. This can't be the guy going out there leading the troops. Hell no, nah, man. Like, you would look at a guy like that. you like, uh-uh. You'd be looking at him sideways. He's sitting up there trying to give you a little rah-rah pep speech. You'd be like, man, I'll slap the shit out you. Shut your ass <laughs> up. But last week, I was just really upset because this is stuff that A-Dub and I have been telling you guys about. We were warning you guys that, hey, man, if they continue to run this kid the way they're running him, something's going to happen to him. I know in our recap episode, we talked about Justin potentially having a dislocated shoulder. We're finding out now it's more of a separated shoulder with some partially torn ligaments, even though y'all over here still trying to sugarcoat what it is. That shit still don't sound good. It tells you that the guy is banged up. So you want to make it light, make it sound cute. You're not doing us any service by doing that. At the end of the day, we know that Justin Fields is in pain. He's hurting prayers, and he cannot operate the same way coming to the Jets game. Well, no, and, and Coach Sala from the Jets, you saw what he said. He was like, look, if Justin plays, we're going to hit him. He'll okay. get the order now. And guess what? That's what he's supposed to do. You're a football coach. If the, if the other team's quarterback is back there, you lay, you lay him out, right? So that is why I am saying that the Bears need to save Justin from himself. Because you know Justin wants to play on Sunday. You know Absolutely. he wants to play. Yeah, he want to play press, and he's a leader. He's a guy that wants to help his team win football games. And, of course, he wants to give it his all, no matter if he's at 100% or he's at 50%. That's just Justin Fields. That's his nature. That's what you call a true champion at heart. But at the end of the day, Perez, you're right. we got to save the guy from himself because he goes out there, he's going to try to do too much. And you know when you're doing too much, sometimes create more injuries on yourself. That's what's going to happen. They got a really good defensive unit there. You know what I mean? They time, for for the NFL and sa- they're time for four for the NFL and sacks A-Dub going against our offensive line. Getty, Eberflus, Poles, McCaskey, do the right thing. Go have a conversation with this kid and say, look, fine, we may not shelve you for the season like President A-Dub want us to do. But you go sit out this game against the Jets. We'll see you against the Packers. Me personally, A-Dub, I'd love to see Justin sit out for the rest of the season, but you know Justin ain't going to allow that shit. You know he ain't going to allow it. And that's just the nature of Justin Fields wanting to play President you and I talked about. But the thing is, going against the Jets team, he has to sit out press because, like you said, that defensive line for the Jets, those guys are hungry. They want the best teams that give out sacks. Uh, we want the teams that give up sacks. So it's like, hey, it's a bad marriage, bro. You cannot let Justin Fields go out there and take that kind of punishment from the Jets team. No, nah, it's just too much of a risk. Like I said, give him another week. Let yeah. him get back because he's been limited in practice all week. That's the way I see it. Also, we see where Lucas Patrick had had surgery, so now he's out for the season. Just yet another reason why I'm not so confident in having our franchise quarterback playing in these meaningless games, eh, Doug? These games are meaningless. The fact that we're 3-8, and eight, the Bears isn't going anywhere. They in a rebuild mode as well. Do you want to really, you know, put your franchise quarterback in harm's way? Do you want to continue doing that? At this point, you don't. If you're Getty, if you're uh, Flutes, you all make a good decision with saying, hey, take the day off, man. And then now, you know, Sam Mustafa was stuck with him. It's feel like, I feel like A-Dub, we just can't get rid of this guy. I thought, you know, with Lucas Patrick being here, once he got back from his injury, I was like, okay, Sam Mustafa going back to the bench. But right. I'm talking about Sam Mustafa like one of them cats, man. He got nine fucking lives, bro. <laughs> <My God. laughs> We've not been pleased with it at the end of the day, but 
he's been serviceable, if you want to call it that. Mm, serviceable? I don't know, A-Dub, but I, I don't want to spend any more time talking about Sam Mustard. It pains my heart as a diehard Notre Dame fan that we got guys on this team that have been disappointed me. Him, Equinemia St. Brown. Even though Equinemia St. Brown is a good run blocker, but, man, he's been disappointed me, man, on the opposite side, but catching the football and making plays for Justin. But anyway, I'm going to get all into that. Before we get into this episode, though, audience, I got some good vibes that I want to bring real quick. Devin Hester, hey, Dub, you know how we feel about him on this show. We had our giveaway season one. You know what I'm saying? We hooked y'all up with some nice little Devin Hester memorabilia. My boy Devin Hester now is one of 28 semifinals for the Hall of Fame class of 2023, A-Dub. Man, they better do the right thing this time around. I swear to God, they better do the right thing. Let Devin Hester in the building. Man, they got two prayers. I mean, you do not know how well he's played for the Bears. Um, he's done a great job. I mean, he's the best I've seen do it at punt return, kickoff return. In my opinion, let the guy in the Hall of Fame, man. Let him in. Listen, it ain't nothing about let, though, A-Dub. He earned this shit, bro. I mean, he's the best. He's the GOAT. Yeah. Get him in there. Get them in there. They're going to trim it down to 15 finalists here uh, in the next, you know, couple weeks or whatnot. And like I said, man, do the right thing, Hall of Fame, and your staff and your people and these writers. Don't make another mistake because he should have went in on the first ballot, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. First ballot, no doubt. It's okay. We won't hold it against y'all unless y'all make another mistake. So do the right <laughs> thing this year. You know what I'm saying? Devin has the Hall of Fame 2023, baby. And, and, and look, and Bears Nation? Devin Hester, when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, we got another giveaway coming y'all way. Me and your boy A-Dub go ahead. I asked us down there to Canton. It's going to be the Bears Nation takeover once again because you know how we do. A-Dub. We know how to turn the place out, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's going to be the whole south side of Chicago. The Harris Chicken everywhere. Harris Chicken everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh shit, audience. Y'all know about Harold's Chicken. It's, that's your fault, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to Justin Fields, audience. Because, again, I'm not done talking about the subject matter. I really hope that he's held out on Sunday. I know that people are listening as a game-time decision. In my opinion, ain't no damn decision. Somebody should already had a conversation with Justin. You're not playing Sunday. Right. Hide his uniform. Hot that damn jersey. Hot them damn, <laughs> hot them damn shoulder pads. Hot all his shit. <laughs> that should be the plan, man. So they were like, Justin, we don't know what happened. Like, we don't know where any of your equipment is. It's crazy. We ain't never seen nothing like this before. <laughs> Justin looking around. Where's my, where's my shoes? Where's my cleats, man? <laughs> damn, bro. We don't know, bro. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know. We don't even know, man. Sorry about that. It's probably back in Chicago. One of the other things A-Dub has got me a little kind of perplexed about this whole thing or why I want Justin to sit out at least one game. It's because we know Luke Getze is going to still call the plays and call the game the way he did against the Falcons. Yep. He said whoever's the quarterback, he going to run the offense the same way because he said he has to. So I'm sitting over here like, oh, that's that bullshit. That's <laughs> that bullshit. You can see desire runs after desire runs for the quarterback there. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't good. He said, even with the shoulder injury that Justice sustained, he said his approach must stay consistent. And he said that he feels like Justice done a good job of not taking that many hits. And I'm like, but when you run him into the meat of the defense, how he supposed to avoid them type of hits? The dude had 18 carries, bro. 18 And listen, half of them was running him up the middle of the damn defense. 
I can see if these were designed quarterback runs outside the pocket. How you not expect this guy to get hit? The guy's going to get hit, man. And then also in the passing game, he's going to get hit as well. So you can't avoid this. You cannot avoid it. Keeping that same game playing already, you put Justin Fields behind the eight ball, man. Lou Getzey must not be watching the same film that we watch because I'm looking at that offensive line. I'm like, shit, even when he go back to pass, he getting hit. What are we right. talking about, Luke? What are we talking about? <laughs> I think Luke was tripping, man. I swear. He Luke was been tripping. Media. Yeah, he's at that media post just, just riding off some stuff, man. Like, hey, think before you speak, bro. Really think about this here. Think about what happened in the game before you go off saying what you're going to do. And Luke was up there capping because he know that everybody was pissed off at his ass for them damn play calls. So he don't even talk about some. No, we got to run. We got to ride the course. We got to stay the course. I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, bro. You know, like I told y'all last week, you don't treat a Porsche like that. You nah. take care of that thing. You know what I'm saying? You fucking wash that thing every fucking day. You garage keep that motherfucker, man. Come on. You don't let that snow get all on that thing? Uh-uh. Oh, you don't, man. Keep it clean and keep it shy, baby. And again, going up against this Jets front four. They're impressive. And honestly, A-Dub, Trevor Simeon, good luck. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Hey, look, Trevor, see you for that pad up, man. Make sure you got your helmet on tight. Make sure everything is right, man, because you're going to take some hits, bro. Hell yeah, you're going to take some damn hits. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I don't want Justin taking them. Not at all, man. I think Simon can take some of that punish, man. Do Justin Fields a favor. Take one for the team, man. Now, let's get into the injury report before we get into the nuts and bolts of the episode. So, obviously, we know for the last game, Jaquan Brisker had a concussion. I talked yeah. about it. Got those concussion spotters. They pulled him off the field a couple times because they saw something. My man, Jaquan yeah. Brisker, still got back there on the field. But, yep. you know, concussion for him. Concussion for Kyler Gordon. And also Sterling Weatherford has a concussion. So you got three guys now that's going to be going through concussion protocols. And we know that they did not practice on the as of the last injury report that came out, A-Dub. The team is getting thin, Press. Very thin, man. And when you started seeing guys come up on these reports, Brisker, especially Gord, who are part of your secondary, who plays a big part of that, man, you start to worry and get concerned a little bit. So at this point, the Bears are in a tough spot, bro. Yeah, and honestly, man, you talk about two of the main main important guys in your secondary, Brisker and Gordon, which their status is in doubt. And honestly, man, if I was a betting man, I probably would say they're probably not going to play. Right. You know what I mean? And same thing probably for Sterling Weatherford. You know, we just got through talking about how Justin Fields, who's limited in practice with the shoulder, I'm hoping that they sit him out. So you're going to have a lot of guys potentially that's going to miss this matchup against the Jets, bro. And, you know, it's unfortunate for us, of course. But when injuries hit, man, this is what can happen. And you got a lot of key guys now who are banged up. And Brisker, Gordon, we already know about Fields. Just a lot happening right now. And the Bears just got to do the right thing and make the right decision with this. Now, A-Dub, I got, I got something for you, man, because some people on the last episode, they were like, Prez, you asked the question about why Tevin Jenkins isn't playing. And they said, you kind of answered it when you said the fact that he told the coach that, you know, he could be using in emergency purposes. Right. So, man, we had some people that was hitting us up, and they was like, hey, they said Tevin Jenkins soft. They say he should have played in that game. Ooh. We see that Tevin Jenkins, A-Dub, was a full participant in practice with the hip injury. But I got to ask you now. You got any smoke for Tevin Jenkins or him not playing in the last game? Here's why I will say to Jenkins. If you're healthy like that, bro, you don't say you can play in an emergency situation. You say you're going to play. You stand on it. You stand your ground. I'm ready. 
That is your job. You don't want to lose your job, man. You own it, you take full responsibility for it. If you can get out there and play and help your team win, that's what you do. You ain't got to wait to a murder situation because pretty much, praise like you were alluding to, every down is the murder situation, especially when you're trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> when Michael Schofield is the alternative, that's that's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. I don't know what he was thinking, friends. Hey, look at the picks here, man. It's between you and Schofield. What do you mean? You got to go in and say, you know what? That's my bag. You know, I'm going to go out there. I'm having like, I picks. got this. I got this. Yep. That's what you got to do, man. So did people call them soft a little bit? I'm, I can't even disagree with that perspective, really, Press, because the thing is, that was the time to show toughness, and he didn't show it. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Tevin Jenkins, he's, he's been taking some slugs from this Bears fan base over the last year or so, and I would say in this situation right there, what the answer should have been is, if I'm healthy, I'm going to go. Right. That's it. So That's I it. understood people that went after him a little bit. That should have been the answer. Yep. No doubt. I know I can go in an emergency. What what, what, what we give in an emergency, bro? Right. What is your perspective when it comes down to emergency? Because in my opinion, I see nothing but an emergency going on right here. Exactly. Your team at that point with three and seven, dude, is already emergency, man. Hey, what's up? Three and seven, you see number one getting hit all the goddamn time. What more emergency do you need, seven? Come on, baby. (laughs) Get on out there on that field, man. So no, so that audience, trust me, we we got that. I that was more of a rhetorical question when I kept asking that because I wanted to get some feedback from you guys, and and y'all gave it to us. They were like, "Man, Tevin was soft on that one." I'm like, "All right," <laughs> but you know what? Tevin's gonna be back here this week against the Jets, and we need him, man, because that Jets defense, boy, do they know how to get after the quarterback? Trevor Simeon again, brother, I'll pull him for you, man. My goodness, <laughs> hey Simeon, man, hey, look, put your track shoes on, baby. Get ready to run. Yeah, I'm telling you, they got a really dominant defense, man. And like I said, they just know how to sack the quarterback. I know the Bears are a run-first team. But honest, it don't help because the Jets are good against the run as well. Listen, now you got Khalil Herbert that's on IR. Justin Fields, who's injured and probably not playing. That's two-thirds of that running attack. Gone. So it puts all that pressure on David Montgomery now going against that Jets defensive front. And I do not want to be David Montgomery right now, Perez. Oof. I don't. <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough out there for him, man, to try to make something happen against this Jets defense. Yeah, that's going to be tough. We're going to get into it. Some players to watch, though, on the Jets team audience. So obviously, we talked about Zach Wilson being benched. I was hoping that we went up against that guy because he's so damn trash. I was like, <laughs> we would have had a chance against him. But now, Mike White, who's the backup for them, he's going to probably end up getting the snaps. I thought it would have been Flacco, but it looks like it's going to be White. The thing that I remembered about him, A-Dub, is last season when he came on in relief of, of uh, Wilson, he was lighting it up. His first start, he had to get through for three touchdowns. A guy like that is going to come out here. He's going to have the fan base behind him. He's going to be playing at home. That defense is going to be behind him because they definitely ain't behind the other quarterback. And moves like this can give your football team a little bit of a spark. And that's dangerous. That's a dangerous combination. You know what I'm saying? With that really good defense, you get a guy coming off the bench, and you got the receivers on that team that ain't been getting the ball thrown to them the right way because Zach Wilson's inaccurate. Now you got a quarterback coming in here potentially that can get them the football. This is going to be a recipe for disaster. He did for our Chicago Bears facing the Jets on Sunday, man. Yeah, man. Mike White, friends coming in with a lot of energy, looking to take the ham. Looks like the team – like playing with them at that. I mean, you think if you might like, you feeling pretty good about this. 
And then it's a good way to get that team some momentum after what happened to them last week against the Patriots. So Mike White got himself in a good position, Perez, to help this team move forward. Now, my thing is, now, I gave him some kudos, but you don't know which Mike White's going to show up. Now, it could be that Mike White, though, to get him a spark, but it could also be the Mike White that threw four picks against the Bills that same season. So we don't yeah. know. <laughs> we don't know. I can guarantee you, though, that team's going to be fired up that Zach Wilson's not their quarterback on Sunday. Right. And that's the big key right there. The fact that Wilson's not starting and they see Mike White out there, that's enough to help give this team a little energy to go into this game here against the Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of, of one of their wideouts, Garrett Wilson, now I got him on fantasy. I'm not starting him this week, audience. I'm not. However, mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson in this matchup with a bear, with a banged-up Bears secondary, that may be a recipe for disaster for us. Mike White might actually be able to get Garrett Wilson to football in ways that he can make some plays out there. I hope that ain't the case, but I'll tell you one thing. When I watched on tape, I've seen so many times when Garrett Wilson was open, and the ball sailing over his head. The ball skipping to him. That's going to be frustrating for a receiver. Garrett Wilson, hey, for any of our Big Ten fans out here, Ohio State football fans out here, Garrett Wilson is a stud. Friends, Garrett Wilson can ball, bro. And I'm quite sure he's going to be a guy that Mike White target in the game against the Bears. They understand what's happening with our team. They understand our secondary where we are. That's just going to be a weapon for them to utilize in that game. This is one of Justin Fields' ex-teammates, so you guys already know how Gary Wilson gets down. Him and Justin Fields, boy, they they had such a connection. Him, Fields, and, and Olave. Man. Justin Fields, and that's what, that's what I'm saying with Justin Fields here in Chicago. Justin Fields was at Ohio State where he had a great offensive line, weapons, a defense. Man, Justin Fields is like, man, I ain't used to what I'm dealing with right here in Chicago. And that's why I went in so much last week, because I'm like, this kid deserves better. You know what I'm saying? He deserves better. See, Justin Fields, he was used to, and I'm about to age, I'm about to age myself here. The Silver Spoon, AW, you remember that show? When the dude yeah. had that fucking, that damn train riding that shit through his crib? That's what <laughs> Justin Fields is used to. Yeah. See, this shit with the Bears is like different structures before I don't moved into Mr. Drummond House. This shit's fucked up out here in these streets. He deserves better. He deserves better. First of all, that's a damn good analogy right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Give you kudos on that one, man. But you're right. Justin Fields is not used to this kind of a thing here, man, because now it's a whole different environment, whole different type of team, and he knows what's missing here, Perez. Everything he had before in Ohio, he don't have it here with Chicago, and he see that, hey, you know what? I, it, either I do it or it doesn't get done, man, and it's just a travesty in a way that we're doing a guy a disservice by not helping them, you know, move forward with the right players around him. So it's been tough on Justin Fields, man. But the thing about that kid, Prince, you know he's going to stick it out. He's been tough, and I like the way he's been leading throughout all of this. Good, he's got a good demeanor, you know what I'm saying? Just I just don't want to see him Sunday. Now, right. a couple more guys for the Jets for me to talk about with you guys. Quentin Williams, defensive tackle. This guy right here. Oof. Beast. Fucking beast, bro. And I know he's dealt with a lot of bullshit because there was a while there where Jess was trying to trade him. He wasn't really playing up to his full capability. Right. Brother, this season here, he's having a career year, playing like a fucking all-pro. And I'm telling you, bro, with our interior of our offensive line being what they've been, a dub. Right. Oh, boy. There's going to be a problem. We always get a chance to eat. And people think about this as well. When Perez talked about you know, a lot of Falcons, and how their defensive line really wasn't that good. This is the total opposite. 
when you talk about the Jets. You got Williams coming in, Hunt, man, feasting. It's going to be tough, man. Not only him, got some other guys on that line as well, Perez. So this is going to be really interesting, bro. It's going to be tough for any quarterback starting for the Bears. Whether it's Simeon, of course, we don't want to see just the fields. But, man, it's going to be a headache out there when you got to talk about a guy like Williams coming through, man, to wreck havoc. Sam Musgrave, though, is going to have his work cut out for him. It's going to be tough. I hope Tevin Jenkins is ready because he's going to need some of your help. That's all I got to say, Tev. <laughs> we'll need your help. Big time help. I will say this, Perez, like I said about Showfield. Sam Musgrave, I hope you ate your Wheaties, man. Nah, you, 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 you jinxed the blast. We talk about them. Fuck the Wheaties. Uh, <laughs> I don't want y'all eating no Wheaties. <laughs> I want you to have a big-ass motherfucking breakfast, a big hearty breakfast, so that way you can line up against this dude and you ready. See, the Wheaties was the problem last week. That's what Schofield okay. ate. <laughs> Schofield had some Wheaties. Ain't no breakfast of champions. Well, he and, Wheaties, eat that. And, and Wheaties, don't be trying to come after me because I'm coming after y'all cereal. I saw the tape. <laughs> <laughs> Tape don't lie, baby. Don't lie at all. No, it sure don't. The ball don't lie either. Last right. guy, Sauce Gardner. He's that dude. He's probably going to be the damn defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Yeah. The boy plays with swag. I mean, good Lord. His nickname is Sauce. <laughs> How much more motherfucking swag can you have? It doesn't get any better than that, man, being called Sauce Gardner and you backing it up. That dude's a star in this league, man. And it's crazy, like, that he went to New York. Because it's like, New York, they just always get through type of players like that. Yeah. You know what I'm just think about the matchup that he's got now. Potentially with no Justin Fields that he's going to have to deal with. He's going to be sitting over there probably just sitting on routes, chilling. You know what I'm saying? And I feel bad for Money Moon because Money Moon will probably end up being covered by this guy. Which means yeah. for any of our people that's playing fantasy football, you better bench Money Moon on Sunday. You better do it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think the bank going to be open on Sunday, man. I don't think so either, Dub. I don't think so. It's a holiday weekend and shit. No, I don't, I don't see it, bro. I don't <laughs> see it. <laughs> Fuck that. No. Uh-uh. I guess we'll see y'all on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That is fucking tough. Ada, what type of concerns do you have about this matchup? Because all this, I've given you guys a nice rundown on Players on that Jets team that I'm concerned about. I've talked about the defensive line, and I've over here talked to y'all about that secondary led by Sauce Gardner. A-Dub, hit us with some of your concerns, man, heading into this matchup. If you're the Bears, you're really concerned because this is Jets team is one of the teams that can do both. They can stop the run. They can get inside and get sacks, and they can play very well in coverage for us. We haven't faced a lot of teams that can do both very successfully, and you were because now, they have players who can really defend or contain your star players, like the Money Moon and Claypools, right? And then you go into this game possibly without Justin Fields as well. Yes, it's a huge concern because Justin Fields particularly has been the offense, really, for us. Everything been built on his heroics. If he's not there, you expect Simi to do what Justin Fields been able to do? Heck no. Nobody in the right mind would think that. So right now you worry, you're concerned about how this Bears team is going to perform. It could get really ugly. For the Bears hated to this game, Perez. Really ugly. Yeah, and, and as I mentioned, what did I talk about? They did. I talked about the fact that the Bears offense without Justin Fields, that's going to be a huge thing. A huge thing. Yeah. Because I'll tell you one thing, man. Without him in there, 
that offense is going to go back to looking like it did earlier in the season. I mean, we already had the last game against the Falcons where the offense looked pretty bad. So without those desired runs by Justin Fields to kind of prop the offense up, without Khalil Herbert, that's one of my biggest concerns. The other thing, A-Dub, is the Jets' elite defensive line going against the Bears' struggling offensive line. I'm just trying to tell you all this. I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I'm just telling you what I've seen. And you guys have seen our offensive line. I did a lot of tape on on Robert Sala and his defense. Hey, they come to play. They come to play. And he said warning shots to Justin Fields. He said warning shots. And they got all the right to throw shots because they know how good they are as a defense over at the Jets. Even add Carl Lawson over there, man. John Franklin Myers. These guys are coming, man. These guys get behind the line and tackle quarterbacks, sack quarterbacks. This is what these guys have been doing, man. And if they got sacking, they putting a hell of pressure on you, Prez. And they don't have to do all this with blitzing. They just do it with those guys, man, and they just make things happen. So they got to write the tall, really, Prez, because they've been putting out the production. So if you were with the Bears, you should be worried. You should be concerned because we know what kind of offensive line we have. Honest, think about this. We're in a rebuild. Yes. Very young, inexperienced team. On the road this season, we have not performed well. We're on the road on Sunday, hostile yeah. environment. So that's another thing that I'm concerned about. With no Justin Fields at the quarterback position, with Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisk potentially out of this matchup. We got a lot of things going against us, bro. Yeah, we do, Prince. And top that off, the Jets are playing for something. They are of trying course. to make the playoffs. So at the end of the day, they feel like they need this win, right? Of course. And they want to try to capitalize on this. All right, A-Dub. Give us a quick key to victory before we get out of here, bro. <laughs> a, quick, a quick key to victory, man. Hell, give us all this in line first, Perez. I'll give you a, uh, big, uh, a key to victory. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, you think about this team here, man. The This Bears team, because they're going to struggle a little bit with running the football, they're going to have to be the thrower, Perez, accurately. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it, but they have to, Perez, to create some balance. Because they already know David Montgomery is going to be able to do. We can't pass the football, Perez. We're in trouble, bro. They're just going to load up on Dave Montgomery and, and then put us away three and out. We've got to be to throw the football, throw it deep to keep that defense over there if the Jets honest. you got to keep them honest, man. If you don't, man, they tear you apart, Chris. Yeah, I, I do agree. we got to be able to throw the football. Might be easier said than done. <laughs> Another thing about that Jets team is they play teams close, just like how we do, right? And their point differential is really damn close, like like it is for the Bears. In this game, the Bears are probably going to be trailing a lot, which means they're probably going to be throwing the football a lot. With that being said, to Adel's point, the key to victory is us actually scoring points in the air. I think if we try to run the football against this team, we're not getting anywhere. We're not going to be able to run the football against them. We're going to have to change up our game script. If Trevor Simeon is the quarterback back there, we're going to have to give them a look that they're not, they haven't seen. Because right now, every defense is probably like thinking about, okay, all right, the Patriots got surprised by the Bears. Ain't none of us getting surprised no more. Right. So we're going to have to do something different. Do something crazy like get Chase Claypool involved. Let's get crazy, Lugetti. How, how about that? <laughs> I like that, friends. I like where you're going there, man. Luke, come on, man. Get back to cool hand Luke again, man. I need you, bro. Man, you better get out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in a holiday mood. Don't you get me over here acting a fool on this show, A-Dub. I swear to God. This is a tough audience. 
I'm trying to look on the bright side of things, obviously, because I'm looking at this matchup and there's not a lot of things that I'm feeling positive about. Because this offense is going to have to try to find ways to score without Justin Fields playing. Ooh, that's going to be tough. Toughen this up, bro. You made the joke, A-Dub, about the offensive line and us getting an offensive line as that being the key to victory. That was funny, unfortunately, <laughs> in our situation. But <laughs> right. I think that's going to be the biggest key. Whoever's starting at quarterback, ooh, they're going to have a job ahead of them, but they're going to have to protect the quarterback. Yeah. Because the pressure that that Jets defense generates, and I'm sorry, Justin feels back there in that pocket, he knows how to elude pressure. He does. The guy knows how to get away from folks. Trevor Simeon, like A-Dub said earlier, I hope you got your track shoes ready. Because these guys, they come after you. And they don't blitz to create pressure. When right. I was watching Phil, I'm like, damn, they don't blitz. And they don't have to because <laughs> they got a dominant defensive front. Correct. And you talked about John Franklin Myers. Hey, that's another one that will hit the quarterback and get out the quarterback. Jermaine Johnson, the rookie from Florida State. Another guy we covered in the senior bowl. These guys got so many options there on that defensive front. Good grief. Good fucking grief. Trevor Simeon, you heard me on my thoughts and prayers. <laughs> man, we all worried about you, Simeon, man. I ain't going to lie, Perez. And I think he'll be able to, you know, get through the game. But it's going to be extremely tough for him, man. And um, the Jets are going to do what Jets do. And because of that, Perez, you got to be prepared yourself for that kind of an environment. And I think Simeon, if you watch the film like you and I have, Perez, he gets it, and I hope so. All right, A-Dub, score prediction. Because according to DraftKings, the Bears are four-and-a-half-point road underdog, and it's the ninth time this season the Bears have been underdogs. No Justin Fields, Perez. 20-10 to 10 Jets. All right. I'm going Jets 27, the Bears 13. Same thing as you. No Justin, no win. Shit, no Jaquan Brisker. No Kyler Gordon, no win. This is tough. No yeah. Khalil Herbert. I don't think we're going to be able to run the football on these guys. I don't really think we're going to be able to do too much anything against the Jets. It's going to be tough out there. It's going to be tough. It is. I think that, I think that we're going to get that touchdown probably on getting a really good field position on the Vellis Jones return. I think that we're going to score on some weird way like that. But yeah. honestly... It's going to be a tough game. I hope I'm wrong, but I think it's going to be a tough game. But I don't want to see number one back there. I do not want to see number oh, no. one back there. If I see number one back there, ooh, I'm going to have so much to say on the next show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there, friends. They better do the right thing. Keep that kid out as we stay. True that. Well, listen, audience, we appreciate your continued support. We hope you guys enjoyed your holiday weekend and your holiday festivities, whatever you did. We hope you enjoyed it. We're on to the Jets. We're going to holler at y'all next week. We are out.